Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let's go. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Houdat, and welcome back to the Canal Street Congress podcast. I'm your host, as always, Brendan Ertle. Today, we're here to talk about the Saints traveling to Arizona to take on the uh, Arizona Cardinals, obviously, in a, in a matchup where it'll be on Thursday Night Football on Prime Video, and NFL fans around the world are desperate for a solid primetime game. And I don't know... If we can deliver that, I hope we can. Uh, whether that's a blowout or a great offensive game or great defensive game, just the NFL and world needs something solid in prime time. We've had the Bears, we've had more Bears, we've had other Bears games, we've had Russell, we've had Russell, we've had Russell, and I think the NFL is just just tired of seeing the Bears and Russell Wilson in prime time. And frankly, uh, we're not done seeing those teams, so. Uh, we could use a solid primetime game, and I don't know if we're going to deliver that, but we have two, two and four teams that have completely underperformed from their season and desperately need a win on Thursday. For both teams, it's kind of the same situation that the Saints and Bengals had last week. Both two and three. Three and three on your record is a ton better than a two and four. Now you're two games back of 500. You have a lot of pressure to win the next game. And if you're the Bengals who did win that game, they're now 3-3, three and three, um, sitting right there in their division, perfectly fine. If the Saints would have won that game, they would have been tied for first. But now we're sitting here nearly last place in the NFC South. So the Arizona Cardinals are a very interesting team. And this could be a game where we break through on defense. We we get a bunch of sacks. We we get some turnovers. Uh, we dominate. Or this could be a game where he runs. Kyle Murray runs all over us. Now we'll say if you're keeping up with trends, this is this is half a joke. So take it with a grain of salt. Kyler Murray, when a Call of Duty video game. If you're not familiar with Call of Duty, it's an Xbox video game 
when Call of Duty releases has a release date that week or has double XP so you get double points. Kyler Murray is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL when there's a new COD or a double XP weekend. And the Saints play on the 20th. The early access period of the new Call of Duty is on the 20th as well. So you already know what Kyler Murray is going to be doing in the morning. He's going to be playing some Call of Duty, not watching film. So let's not break that trend one of Kyler being bad when there's a, where's it, when the new video game that he likes. Um, and two, let's not have this be the game where Kyler Murray breaks through. He's been decent this year. He has struggled. And this past week against Seattle, he struggled a ton. So far this season, six touchdowns, four picks. Pretty middle of the pack for them. Uh, some had higher hopes for this team. And they've had games where they where they've impressed. They've had games that looked like a two and four team. They lost to the Chiefs by twenty points. They beat the Raiders who are having a weird season. They've lost to the Rams by eight. They beat the Panthers and that was a game that a lot of people saw and it took four quarters to beat the Panthers, but we can't complain or, or make fun of them because we didn't beat the Panthers. And just this past week they scored nine points on the Seattle Seahawks. May I remind you, this is the Seattle Seahawks team. That's one of the worst run defenses in the National Football League who jump-started the Saints offense, led by Taysom Hill, and only could find a way to get nine points. That is something that I'm going to circle and circle and circle, is the fact that the Seattle Seahawks found a way to slow him down to score the least amount of points he scored all year. But this is actually a very interesting game for the Cardinals. Because like us, their wide receiver core from last week is going to look completely different than this week. Now ours is not going to look this different, but it is going to look somewhat different. They will be activating DeAndre Hopkins, his first game back this season. I mean, of course. Did you guys expect anything else? Um, He served a six-game suspension for PEDs, I believe. He missed six games. This will be the seventh game he can return, and he will play in this game. And they trade for Robbie Anderson, who is one of those middle-of-the-pack wide receivers but always finds a way to make a play against the Saints. He always has one of his best games against the Saints. Now, it'll be a quick week for him. It'll be a quick kind of change for him, uh, learning the playbook and things like that, but expect him to play. I don't really think any any other um, situation will change him not playing, but we will see. Now, the only thing about that that wide receiver room is is Marquise Brown will not be playing. Now, early in the week, uh, had some tests done, and there were some worried that his season was going to be over due to an injury. Uh, those came back negative, which is a good thing for them, and he's going to miss uh, some time. I don't know how long necessarily, but it doesn't sound like he'll play in this game. And they also have some other injuries that uh, this might be the only week where the Saints have uh, some some key injuries, but the team that they're playing has key injuries as well. So, no real excuse for them this week. Obviously, Marquise Brown that we talked about didn't practice Monday and Tuesday. He won't uh, practice. Uh, James Co- James Connor, their star running back, did not practice Monday or Tuesday. Now I'll add Monday, which is a simulation. They didn't actually practice both teams, so that was just an estimate. Um, Rodney Hudson with the knee didn't practice both days. Matt Prater, their kicker, didn't practice both days. They signed a new kicker. Uh, Julio Thompson didn't practice on Monday. He practiced limited on Tuesday. Um, 
Darrell Williams, the LSU product, didn't practice Monday or Tuesday. And that's about it for them. They have other uh, limiteds, but doesn't seem like anything that would concern them playing. But for the Saints, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a receipt. I mean, there's it's a long list. It's it's an exhausting list, but let's do it. Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Andrew Spee, Adam Troutman, Keith Kirkwood, Marshall Latimer all didn't practice Monday or Tuesday. How did Keith Kirkwood get hurt? Don't know. Uh, he's battling an ankle injury. The good thing about this injury report is that I'm not going to say the name Chris Olave. He's off the injury report. He passed the concussion protocol. He will play Thursday. Uh, the other positive about this injury report is Marcus May was limited on Monday, but he was a full participant on Tuesday. Getting him back healthy is a good thing. And Peyton Turner returned to practice. So that's kind of the main thing, injury report-wise. But not on the injury report is, and I think it's going to be a huge part of this game, is second-round rookie corner Lonta Taylor returned to practice today. So his return uh, to the active roster the clock starts now. He has 21 days, I believe, to be activated, but I don't think there's any real concern about him not being activated. I think there's a chance that he could maybe play in this game, and I, I think and hope he does. I've only heard positive things on that front. He was actually taking some reps with the first-team defense today in practice, so I think that's a good sign for his return, and we, we could really use him in that secondary. Uh, Chris Harris Jr. kind of got picked on a little bit in the depth of this of that secondary was really tested um, in that Bengals game. So having Alante Taylor back could be huge and seeing what we just have in him in general. And uh, watching the games this past weekend was rough. We obviously don't have our first-round pick next year, and that's been a discussion. And C.J. Garner-Johnson, the, the corner that we traded away, had a phenomenal week. He had two picks, and that is something we need to talk about because he has two interceptions as just one person, and the Saints have one all year. So the Saints need someone out there who can bring energy, take the ball over, uh, turn it over. They just need some kind of momentum and energy, and they need someone to make a play. And I think Alante Taylor is one of those guys that energizes the team and can go out there and make a play. So excited to see what he can bring to this team. But overall, if you want good injury news, uh, you're not really going to find it here. The Pelicans are playing on this this Wednesday, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. But Zion practiced uh, fully. He didn't have a injury de- designation. So there's your positive news uh, for, for New Orleans sports. Actually, I do have some positive news. Uh, Trevor Penning, he's in a boot. He's close to taking that off next week. That's the best I got. Um, not Not much more besides that. Hopefully, our trio of... Mike Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Marshall Lattimore can return after this game. They get a mini kind of bye week after this game, which is somewhat of a good thing. You're playing this game banged up, but it's not like you're getting more banged up. You're already banged up. So uh, getting some guys back would be key if they don't find a way to win this game. But I think this game, we've talked about every week. Is this a must-win game? Is this is this a game that defines their season? And I keep saying yes, and they keep losing. So... I, at this point, if you lose this game, you've just made it a lot more hard for yourself moving forward. Um, yes, they are banged up. Yes, that's that can be an excuse. But after the Cardinals, you got the Raiders, who are a tough team. They're one and four right now, but they're one of those teams that, like us, that should be on the winning side of things. Um, then we have the Ravens, who have probably 
uh, one of the candidates for the NFL MVP. And Lamar Jackson, we play the Steelers, who are a banged-up team as well, but they just beat the Bucks. Uh, then we have the Rams and 49ers and the Bucks. So you're running out of you're running out of games where it's like you should win, and they should have beat the they should have beat the Bengals, and they didn't. They weren't able to close it out. So that turns this game into a lot bigger game than it should have been. And I think this is a game that you should win. Now the Cardinals are favored. The Cardinals are um, probably going to be picked in the pregame just because of their health and who they have on offense and who's who's the coach and the receivers they're getting back in this game and uh, acquired. But honestly, the Saints, the defense, the Saints defense is going to kind of say who wins this game. The matchup between the Cardinals offense and the Saints defense is really going to tell who wins. And we kind of start talking about it every week is, can the Saints defense hold the opponent under 20 and can the Saints offense score more than 20? It seems like obvious. Like, okay, I hope the Saints offense can outscore the defense. But in, in reality is, these this past two years, the offense hasn't been good. They've been depleted. They've been banged up. And you can't expect them to always score 20. They might have a game where they have a slump and can't get to 10 like like the Bucks game. So can the defense step up like the Seattle Seahawks defense did last last week? And uh, I think Geno Smith and the Seahawks offense had an, had an off week and they couldn't find a way to score as good as they have been scoring. But the defense shut them down. They, they held them to nine points. And Kyle Murray kind of was flustered and had nothing to do that game. And um, they actually scored off a punt return, and that was the only points they had besides a field goal. So uh, the offense on their side of the ball has been struggling a lot. And this cannot, and I say cannot, be the game where they break through, kind of like the Bengals offense did against us. And it's becoming a trend where struggling teams break through against us. But let's stop that trend. Let's get after the quarterback. And I'm worried about Kyler Murray because he's one of those guys that can move out of the pocket, little fast guy, like Jalen Hurts always kills us, like Mariota killed us. We need a pass rush this week. No excuse. You got to bring this guy down. He cannot be doing what Joe Burrow is doing, running around and breaking tackles, breaking Pete Warner's sack and throwing the ball out and getting first downs. This cannot be the game where he does that because if it's if it's one of those games where we have to keep up with Cal Murray, it's going to be hard because, we yes, we are banged up. Um, our quarterbacks are banged up. We're getting a lot of it back, and that's pretty much the only good thing. So the defense needs to step up, hold them under 20, preferably around that 15 to 17 range, and can the offense continue to take those steps and keep scoring points because his last two weeks have been pretty good. Overall, for the third or fourth week of this of this year this is a must-win game for the Saints you could say the same about the Arizona Cardinals but for the Saints all I care about is find a way to win this game let's get back on track let's get back to 500 let's move past all the mistakes and all the things that we battled through let's get a win let's get healthy let's go home thank you guys for the love and support as always I see you guys in the next episode I'll catch you guys post game after the Saints beat the Cardinals hey, who that who that Let's go. Let's go. We on